coming to you live from the basement of an abandoned house in the middle of a field. It's the Derek Izzy Show. Welcome to the Derek Izzy Show. I am the aforementioned host, Mr. Izzy, and today's show is brought to you by DraftKings. If you play fantasy sports, you gotta have the DraftKings app. No matter what sport you play, DraftKings has a fantasy sport covering it. You've got mixed martial arts, fantasy football, fantasy college football, fantasy basketball, college basketball. It's all-encompassing and an amazing app where you can win money by picking your teams. You can go daily, you can go weekly, you can form your own leagues, but when you sign up, you have to use the promo code DEREK. That's D-E-R-E-K, all in lowercase letters. Sign up for DraftKings, use promo code DEREK, and you will get our show's discount package. What is that discount package for using code DEREK? That is one free $3 contest and matching funds on your initial deposit up to $600. So if you make a $25 deposit, you start your account with that. Once you deplete that $25, DraftKings will add $25 to your account. You can only get that package by doing promo code Derek when you initially sign up for your DraftKings account. Download the DraftKings app and support the Derek Izzy Show using code Derek, D-E-R-E-K. Moses, how are you doing? I understand that you've used the DraftKings app and you basically got whooped up on last time we went one-on-one. How are you doing with that now? Yeah, boss, I lost $3 last week. Well, Moses, sorry to hear that you lost money on DraftKings, but we can't all be winners when it comes to the world of fantasy sports betting. But if you use the DraftKings discount code Derek, you will get our discount package. And now, the topic of today's podcast. On the banks of Ohio's Little Miami River sits a place known as Chateau LaRoche, also known as the Loveland Castle. It is an actual castle in Ohio here in the United States. How that castle came to be is an interesting topic of history. The topic of today's podcast was born in 1890 on a farm in upstate New York. He graduated from Colgate University where he studied Greek, Roman, and Egyptian architecture. During World War I, he attended a university in France. This was an educated man who continued his education throughout World War I where he learned all about architecture, castles, and he was fascinated fascinated by the French architecture and the buildings over in Europe. This man's adventure in World War I began in an army hospital. There was a deadly outbreak of spinal meningitis. Approximately 7,000 soldiers out of Camp Dix, New Jersey, were killed by this outbreak. One of these soldiers was moved to the morgue. He was tagged as deceased. After being in the morgue for some time, 
his body was taken up to have an autopsy performed. During the autopsy, they start to cut the body open. Doctors opened his mouth, started cutting tissue away, and then one of the doctors had a bright idea. This idea was to use some new chemical in the medical world at the time. It's called adrenaline. They loaded a needle up with their newfound chemical and injected it into his heart. To their surprise, his heart began to beat. This man had just come back from the dead. Now that he was alive, he still suffered effects of being dead. He was blind and paralyzed. No one expected him to live. But after a few weeks, he started growing stronger. He could sit. He could eat. He weighed almost 90 pounds and had to be fed six times a day. He started slowly gaining weight. His eyesight began to come back. He started wearing glasses so he could see like a normal person. Doctors removed his blood to obtain the antibodies and he became a blood bank for those with a similar disease. There was only one other soldier in Camp Dex to survive the spinal meningitis outbreak. But our soldier came back from the dead. He found himself stationed at an army hospital at the Chateau La Roche. Chateau La Roche was located in southwest France, and he served as a hospital administrator. Now, Europe back in those days was very chaotic. With this outbreak of World War I, the topic of our podcast simply referred to it as being in hell. Nevertheless, he served his country honorably. Being a medic in World War I, he had his own opinions about warfare. He was considered to be a brilliant man. It's said that he had an IQ of 189 and could speak seven different languages. His opinion on warfare was that he objected to modern warfare, which at the time was pretty much killing at a distance. He preferred hand-to-hand or sword-to-sword medieval combat, where one person fights the other to the death. He considered that to be a more honorable means of warfare, looking the other man in the eye before you kill him. After serving as a medic, he continued to spend time in Europe, visiting different places and touring the countrysides, getting a good look at different castles and the infrastructure of the European countries. In 1927, he purchased land along the Little Miami River in Loveland, Ohio. It's just outside of Cincinnati. His intent was to provide a place for his Sunday school class of young men to swim, fish, and camp. The boys would sleep in tents, but after a few summers, the tents decayed. He told the boys to gather stones from the river. From these, he built two small rooms, which he called a stone tent. From this stone tent... He formed the Knights of the Golden Trail. Based on the Ten Commandments and principles of chivalrous knighthood, the purpose of this organization was to save modern civilization from degradation and degeneration, just as the noble knights of the medieval time period saved their own villages. This was the start to the building of the castle at Chateau La Roche. On one and a half acres of land, The grounds measure 96 by 56 feet. Measured at the castle's eastern face, it rises 36 feet above the ground. The chateau has a kitchen, a bathroom, a living room, an office, a dining room, 
bedroom, balcony, and is complete with a fighting deck that has a fireplace grill. It's got a dungeon, terrace, garden. The castle basically has many of the amenities of a modern home. It's got a water pump, a septic tank, a furnace. It's got running water and electricity. All the bricks that were made from this castle came from concrete. The topic of the podcast, built almost 99% of the castle completely on his own. More than 2,600 sacks of cement were used to build the castle. Some of the bricks that he used for his castle contained light bulbs or tin cans to help with insulation. The topic of our podcast carried an estimated 56,000 pails of stones in five-gallon buckets by hand up from the river. The material on the castle weighs approximately 8,000 tons. It took him over 23,000 hours and $12,000 to get all of this done. Building a castle on your own kind of makes you popular with the women. Having a bachelor pad that is so huge and so unique got the topic of our podcast over 50 marriage proposals from different women, all of which he declined. After completing such a compliment, the castle was open to visitors and tourists. In 1980, over 50,000 people visited the castle. In the last 25 years, over a million visitors have been there. They keep a list of visitors on the castle's kitchen wall. It was neatly typed by the topic of today's podcast and is still there as a record of anyone who has crossed through the doors of the castle. And those knights, the young men for whom the castle was built and who the castle was willed to when he died, the topic of our podcast said, Nothing that God ever made on earth is more awe-inspiring and heartwarming than the sight of a noble youth just budding into manhood. Any man of high ideals who wishes to help save civilization is invited to become a member of the Knights of the Golden Trail. He ascribed the manly purity of knights, in part for ending the Dark Ages, and he noted that present human decadence proves a need for similar action. Courageous men of might saved mankind and will save mankind again. After coming back from the dead, completing school, spending years touring Europe and learning architecture, and then building his very own castle, in 1981, he lit a trash fire on the castle grounds. As he tried to stomp it out, his trousers caught fire, and then his sleeves. Visitors at the castle covered him with a blanket to put out the fire. Nevertheless, he suffered severe burns on his legs and arms. He went to a nearby hospital to receive skin grafts. In April of 1981, the topic of today's podcast passed away, leaving behind the wonder of American architecture. The topic of today's podcast was Harry Andrews, World War I veteran, architect, an interesting man. Harry died a bachelor, but lived the life of a knight, coming back from the dead, building a castle, and sharing his noble ideology with the world. If you'd like to see the Loveland Castle, you can visit it at 12,025 Shore Drive, Loveland, Ohio. 
Castle is open April through September, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And during the fall and winter seasons, it is open on weekends. If you need a ride to the castle, check out Uber. You can use Uber and use our discount code to get your first ride for free up to $20 in value. Use discount code 5LX9E to use Uber to go visit the Loveland Castle. If you're interested in learning more about Harry Andrews, his life, or the history of the castle, you got to download Audible. Audible has over 180,000 book titles. They're audiobooks. If you don't have time to read about the castle, you can listen to books about the castle. Just get your free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash Derek. audibletrial.com slash D-E-R-E-K. You can get your one-month membership for free and your first book download for free. Listen to books on your smart device. This has been The Derek Izzy Show. Good day. Good day.